This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Hey everybody, I am Fish. I'm Steve. And this is the Ear Spoon where you can get the Ear Spoon wherever you download your fine, fine, uh, all those podcasts that you love and adore, like like the Ear Spoon. Like on the internet? Like on the internet. Yeah. Which is this which is this thing which allows us to continue this podcast even through a fucking global pandemic. <laughs> right, aren't we just about tickling a year at this isn't, point that we Is that uh, is that still a thing? Isn't it uh, still fake? Isn't it's it going right, to go right. away any day now? It's like, the pandemic, dude. It's the pandemic. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I love that one. Before we uh before we start drilling into idiots, uh let's talk about people <laughs> who do the right who do it right and that's our fine sponsors known as Mocha Joe's Coffee, uh located right. in the fine uh in the fine borough in which we live in of Brattle. Well, I live, you don't. You're an outsider. I'm, outside, I'm on the outside. You're yeah, in I'm a bedroom in, community of Brattle. I'm up country. Yeah, yeah, Dumberston. <laughs> Like, wait, what is there like 11 people in Dumberston? <laughs> and, and, and nine of them work in Brattletown. Um, All right, well, that's fair. I love this town, honestly. Yeah, no, it's a great town, for sure, for sure. All right, uh, here's kind of I thought we would have fun with. I was I was watching, and um, there's been a video circulating around, and I think it was of Laura Ingram in the 2016 at the CPAC. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> with the thing that you all miss by just listening to the podcast <laughs> are some of the facial expressions Steve makes when I mention these people. Like I was like, at first, because I want to pause and go, oh my God, I think, all right, I'll call his house because I think he just shat himself. <laughs> um, but, Metaphorically, I sure did. Yeah. Uh, Laura Ingram, uh, she was talking about how President Trump should, uh, or then candidate Trump um, should be the president of the United States. And then she waved to everybody. And when she turned to her, I think, left, it was like a complete zigheil. Have you ever seen that? Oh, sure. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's been circulating around again, right? Huh. And then, and then you know, you can easily write it off at that point in time of saying, yeah, it's just a faux pas. I mean, she probably just meant to wave and meant to go forward instead of left. And for some reason, it just came out looking like a zig heil. And then she waved right. and was like just this horrible moment that even Laura Ingram wouldn't lower herself to. Okay. All right. Let's assume. Let's assume. <laughs> let, let's assume that, that that's where it is. But when does it, when does it stop? When does it stop being a faux pas? At what point can you just not excuse the behavior? Well, I, I have my own theory on that. Please. And like, again, I think this is what we're seeing is all the, the aromas and, and allusions to authoritarian think. Mm-hmm. And we've seen quite literally policy issues from Republicans in the Trump camp that echoed, you know, all kinds of Nazi and and uh, authoritarian regimes of the past, but nothing more flagrant than the recent CPAC conference and their uh, and their stage ensemble. Are you familiar with this? The stage ensemble. the The stage was shaped like I have to look it up. Oh yes, yes, like a Nazi you know, rune. Yeah, and it quite literally was the exact shape of something that Hermann Goering wore on his lapel, like. It's a, it's a, the same way the Nazi signal, you know, the, whatever they call it, the, isn't there a name for it? <laughs> like, not the swastika. Thank the swastika. You. Okay. I'm it was sorry. Originally, it's yeah. an ancient Aztec symbol, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, which actually is fairly peaceful and inverted, but 
the Nazis took it, of course, we've affixed all kinds of horror to that, and that's why, you know, et cetera. But now, you cannot tell me that a high-dollar production thing like CPAC, and if and and for those who don't know what CPAC is, it's a conservative com- political action conference, and it is, I remember once Ellen Ratner, you remember famously Ellen Ratner of Talk Radio News Service. I heard of her. When we used to do radio, and she would be on my show, uh, she was trying to persuade me that I should go do a radio row at CPAC, uh, as I did with the... Um, with the primaries in New Hampshire and so forth, which is no bad. Which is way bad that was hard enough. I, I know, <laughs> and those, like, and those, and those were the reasonable Republicans. <laughs> right, it was pre-Trump too, so it was like you know we're not in the land of freaking psychosis. But uh, the CPAC conference is everything you could, everything a conservative, you know, a Trumpian conservative could dream of, and it is just, it's just so, it's pathological. But their stage literally is designed. Exactly like a Nazi. Uh, so, the, and the, and this is this is one of the things where I I come back to saying, how do you walk it back? It ah. happens over and over again. The 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 white symbol people go, you know, with the the you know the oh, the white power. Yeah, the white okay. power symbol. Yeah. Uh, all of that. How do you continue to walk it back? And then I'm hoping that this comes up. Hang on. Can we hear this? I don't hear anything. Oh, well, no? I'm just going to let this roll in the background. Maybe you can't pick it up because of the way our connection is, but it's oh. the lady singing the uh, national anthem oh. at CPAC. Oh, oh, I, I think I posted on your Facebook page, like, uh, <laughs> that's, you know, the breaking news. That was Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know what we're talking about, I encourage you and discourage you in equal proportion to go see uh, the closing uh, national anthem performed by what I am told is a 13-year-old girl who's about seven and a half feet tall um, singing really, really, really badly. And the video that you posted... How old is that girl? I I could have it wrong, but I think she's 13. That girl, of the video that I posted, that girl is 13. That's my understanding, I, but I haven't confirmed that because I couldn't find information on yeah, who the singer I, was. I don't but the so. video you posted had a guy jokingly and comically trying to accompany. She right. changes key six or seven times. Now, I don't know if in that chain, I have a friend of mine who's a musician, right? Mm-hmm. And what did he post underneath it? All, all keys matter. <laughs> Yes, that's the greatest. <laughs> I, that was, I loved that comment. <laughs> uh, anyway, like, I, I'm not here to butcher her, but no. you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to. It was just a horrible, a horrible, a a Rosie O'Donnell national anthem. Do you remember Rosie O'Donnell when she would? When you mean Roseanne Barr? Roseanne Barr. That's what I Very meant to say. People. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, so, I do remember that. <laughs> so I, I would I would equate that to this without the crotch grab. Right, but I have to say, this, well, we'll let other people look at it, but it it boggled the mind. And then I thought to myself, that poor girl. Yeah. For the rest of her life. Can't walk away from that. I'm sorry, but no, that will follow her forever. And any aspirations she had for for music mm-hmm. will probably be destroyed by that. Yeah, you can, uh, and you know, you can you can basically uh, look at her and say, "Hey, look, uh, Monica Lewinsky has a group. You should join it." <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, people who yeah. meet who just can't seem to get away from a from a past fucking failure. 
So Although I got to say, to Monica's credit, she's she's pretty sharp about how she rebuts things from people on Twitter and so forth. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? I mean, that that comes from uh, from decades of getting good at it. She, yeah, no doubt. You know, no doubt. And, yeah. and and she was no dummy to begin with. I mean, she got she got pulled in. <laughs> she got pulled in by by the power and and whatever. But anyway, at what point does it stop just being a faux pas? At what point do you just Basically, say no. This is just no. This is this is happening on purpose. Well, that's the thing. The gaslighting effect of the conservatives and particularly the Republican Party are legendary, and they've gotten better and better. We're even now seeing just a few short weeks later, after January sixth, this whole like it wasn't that; it was this. They, they weren't that; they were this. Right. And that kind of uh, reframing, mindfuckery, etc., is how they roll. Mitch McConnell, X is true. You know, a few years later, the opposite of X is also true. Like, you know, and then they're saying like, what, what's wrong with that? So that sort of stuff is in the absence of actual pushback, the absence of actual opposition, it's allowed to roll. And we are seeing this. And again, I come back to the Democrats. Like, I fully expect the Republicans and, and the conservatives to be, you know, psychotic and rapacious and awful. But you would think that an opposition party who has all this information about people totally backing them on $15 minimum wages, on pushing back on and investigating Trump, investigating domestic terror, and they're like, well, we really don't know. Good gosh, we really don't want to cause any trouble. You know, this is the sort of stuff that I have. I take more offense to that than I do from the MAGA crowd, right. honestly. You know, and, and as we're talking about that, like, you know, and, and look, this is no secret. This is nothing that you and I hadn't already guessed. I mean, let's face it, the, uh, the making America great again really just meant making America white again, even though it was oh, yeah. never white to begin with, right? Right. Well, it's certainly too white for many. God knows. So I, I just, I, it drives me nuts when I keep seeing these things and they keep walking by, like Ted Cruz going to Cancun during during Texas's like just it, their moment of dire need. Not that a fat out of shape Ted uh, Ted Cruz is going to do anything other than fo- stage a photo op to lift right. uh, three cases of water into the back of a SUV winded, right? Because right. you're so right. fat and out of shape and useless. But let me also add, we're talking about, and of course Ted Cruz became an instant meme, uh, which is easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the most unlikable people that I know. Uh, but what we're not talking about anymore just a few short weeks later is that frickin' dude should be expelled from the Senate for his behavior on January the 6th, yep. encouraging violence and encouraging uh, people to fight and act, etc. He and Josh Hawley both should be expelled from the Senate. That Where insurrection is that was so two months ago. Would you just, yeah, I know. you know. But this is what I mean. Like, so where are the Democrats around this? Where is somebody with some frickin' muscle here to say, that shit will not fly, and if Ted Cruz wants to go to, to Cancun, let him go. He's no longer a mem- member of the Senate in the best of all possible worlds because he should be expelled for his behavior. He really should be, but he won't be, and, and, and it is because of something that I have cited over and over again, and so have you, is the Democrats' inability to get pissed off and stay pissed off. Right, and so like I have this conversation. I'm perpetually taunting my centrist friends on Facebook to say, like, how do you reconcile an airstrike? How do you reconcile, uh, you know, I just had a conversation with a guy who I really think a lot of, uh, somebody we both know together, uh, who's like, well, you know, uh, you know, it's too, you're being too negative. Like, and I'm saying, like, 
you know, is it negative to stay morally, to have integrity morally, to say it's not okay to be bombing, you know, foreign countries? Or, you know, I could think of a million different examples, but, you know, was defriended by somebody when I said, you know, maybe it's not okay to be bombing foreign countries when we can't give checks to people who can't eat food. Right. You know? Look, I don't disagree with you. I don't, you know, I have to be honest with you. The whole bombing thing, I it sort of, I was, I've been paying attention to so many other things. I don't know the intricacies as to why. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, it's like saying, you know, I, I understand that, you know, um, my, I, 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 uh, my lawn is overgrown. I can't feed my dog. I can't feed my wife. I can't, uh, I can't have turn the lights on, but I'll go and mow my neighbor's lawn that, right. you know, it's, it's that kind of logic. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. These problems exist. Why can't we just stop? But you know, exactly. there, and, and you have a majority. So right. Just, just, oh, that's the other thing. Just fucking <laughs> ram it down their fucking throats. Right. Fuck and it you all. have a majority in the Senate, get Cruz and Hawley out of there. But, you know, this is when people understandably start to say there are not two parties. There's one party. They just have different clothes on, you know. Right. And so I don't I mean, I think Republicans are dramatically worse. But I'm looking at these Democrats and you have you have a golden opportunity, you know. And so anyway, I want to stay on topic. I I apologize. But (laughs) we still wait. We have a topic. What we do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm trying to stay with with, you know, when when does it end? When is it too much? But I think the other truth is that, like. Given the Dem- the Democrats given enough space to do what they want, perpetually come back with, yeah, we couldn't get that done. How many years? Forty. I remember the Clinton and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton saying, oh yeah, we're going to nationalize health care, and then like you know tried for a couple weeks, and I was like, yeah, we couldn't do that. Oh well, I guess you voted for us though. <laughs> like, you know, I, ah! I I don't I don't understand where the fight is, and and you know that that's where, uh, f- fair to say. One of my favorite breeds of dog is the pit bull, right? Yeah. Fair yeah. to say. I've had three of them. We just we just rescued another one um, right. from 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 Houston, Texas. Um, and uh, you know, and funny comment by the way about uh, on his way. I said Finn is on his way here from Houston, Texas. And then what did you say? But <laughs> <laughs> first, a stop in Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, you know that was an easy one. Very funny though. I, I I spit up some coffee when I read that. I thought that was hysterical. Um, but uh, you know, so he he, the one thing I have to say about a pit bull is that. They have this thing of if you're playing tug with them, mm. they would rather die than let go of it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can tell them to let go of it, but until you tell them to let go, it's not going to be a voluntary thing. Right. They're just going to pull and pull and pull because that's the game and they love it. Right. All right. So, why? I think I met a few of them on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was a one guy on Facebook who took a shot at me. Uh, I don't know if you read any of that. Uh, oh no, I probably didn't. Yeah. I love poking around with those people. Yeah. So well, I I blocked him because he was it, it was I, I won't go down that rabbit hole. Anyway, that's um, fine. He, um, but why can't the Dems just sort of say, "All right, I'll tell you what, we're gonna latch and we're gonna play a game of pull, and we're gonna play it like a pit bull." Yeah. Even if you tell us to let it go, we're not gonna let yeah. it go because you know why. Because people are suffering, you know why? Because people do need fifteen dollars an hour. That's not right. an unfucking reasonable amount of money. No. You know, we live in Vermont. The uh, minimum wage here is ten seventy eight. I thought it was eleven and a quarter. Is it? No, I don't know. I can't recall, but it's far better than most places. 
Right. And our neighbors to New Hampshire are seven and a quarter. <laughs> right? I mean, I laugh, but it's, I mean, it's sickening to think. Arguably, a livable wage or an adjusted minimum wage should be anywhere from 24 to $30 an hour. Right? right. Just to get by, to break even. So here's a quarter of that. And then, then people, you know, then conservatives complain about social programs. Like, well, oh, all these people wanting handouts. Like, well, Jesus Christ, if you show up for work for 40 hours a week and you get home with a quarter of what you need to pay for your basic shit, fuck you. I'm sorry. I'm swearing all over the place. 725. Let, let's just say you're a, you're, you're a mom and you're yeah. working a, a, a shift at a fast food restaurant. Pick your fast food restaurant. Or you're a single mom paying a babysitter. Right. So you're working 40 hours a week at a fast food restaurant at 7.25 an hour. Mm-hmm. Before the government goes in and takes their share, mm-hmm. you're getting paid $290 a week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. This is a shithole country. You know, I mean, $290 a week before right. a fucking... <laughs> quarter of that gets sucked into some fucking war fund. Right, exactly right. right? And then and then what they want to do is say make you feel good about giving you a check for $1200 one time or a check right. for $2000 one time. Now I know that the Dems tried and tried and tried to put through a $2000 stimulus check they couldn't do it. They said 600, they were like people need it, let's get it out there. And this is the thing this is where, you know, this is where, like, the narrative takes over. Like, are you better off getting people 600 bucks that they can't use or $2,000 that they can't use? Right. You know, I mean, let's face it. $2,000 is going to give people relief. $600 is just going to give them just a fuck enough just to fucking feel hopeless again within a day. But this is what I mean. Why are we unable as a country and with the Democrats in control of more than they used to be unable to provide people with fundamentals fundamentals where have we gotten to as a country where in the middle of a year-long pandemic with a half million dead people with people out of work some being forced back to work in schools etc why is it that we can't we can come up with enough money to bomb syria or to maintain a multi-trillion dollar military but we can't give people enough money to have food and shelter i want out I got into an argument when, uh, who's that fucking, that, that butt monkey that was ripping apart the U.S. Postal Service? Butt monkey? <laughs> DeJoy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> butt monkey. Anyway, probably not, uh, you know, since we have to rename Mr. Potato Head, different podcast for a different day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't quite get that. <laughs> I don't understand a lot of that stuff, but I'm trying to be sensitive to all of it. Um, yeah, yeah, make room. We got to make room. I mean, we're talking about you know, anthropomorphized potatoes, so we'll start with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, just ignore it. And move on. Yeah. What was this? Somebody, somebody posted uh, something. I, I, like I, like two thirds of the bottle of Aunt Jemima was used, yeah. and it was saying like an antique bottle, original logo, and it was trying to sell it on eBay. It was just a very funny post about. Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so. We have to get to a point where these guys just stay fucking mad enough to follow mm. through. And you're right. Where do we find the money to bomb countries in a moment's notice yep. with 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 no uh, with, with no congressional or senatorial approval? Right. 
would yeah, be, yeah, whatever happened to that? Right. <laughs> you know, we don't need it there. But we you know, when people are fucking starving and unemployed and scared to death and, and businesses have been shuttered and people are fucking truly fucking suffering. Yeah. We move at a snail's pace. Yep. This is always annoyed the shit out of me. I've well, never I, I keep coming. I expected from the Republicans. That's a given. I would be shocked if they didn't choose something like that. But really, Democrats, really, here's your opportunity, especially with young people, even on a, in a somewhat craven, cynical way, to basically buy their votes and say, "Hey, you remember back there in the pandemic when we totally helped you out with all that money, which isn't that much money when you think about it." Well, right. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get hung up on that. I mean. But, but I get it. You know, I mean, I I don't. You know, th- there are some problems now with the way some of the things have been set up, right? So mm-hmm. they can't like companies that are open and open for business can't find people to come and work, and yeah. and they can't find people to come and work because the incentive to stay home is too great. And and honestly, let me let me just lay it out for you. You you get this federal um, check and you get this state check. And now that adds up to be exactly 50 cents below $15, $16 an hour. Yep. Why would I want to go to work, risk getting COVID when I could just right. stay at home and literally get by easier? Sure. Right. I get it. I understand it. It is a little bit of a problem now for the for the businesses that are trying to operate. But you know what? We'll figure that out, too. Right. Right. And there's ways of incentivizing. If you want people to behave in a certain way you incentivize it you know right and that doesn't mean by by cracking a whip it means saying luring people towards better choices people who want to get ahead people who want advantage who want to you know get out of a hole that they're in you know you can incentivize that but you know basically you know compare and contrast with other countries who have done this well who gave their people two thousand dollars a month to say just stay home and be safe we'll make it all work out everybody keep your head low this will pass and it's passing, except for here. Right. So we not only haven't provided for people, we still fucked up the response to this. We're all over the place with this conversation, but I, I still, for me, it still comes back to Democrats in this moment. Like, and again, I've never been a Democrat. I never will be a Democrat. God knows now I never, certainly never would be. And Republican is laughably not an option. But this, the, the Democratic Party in a two-party system is the only option for progressives and lefties and leftists. So, I look at them and I think, well, you know, there's been a couple things Biden has done that I, I agree with, but that's a low hanging fruit too. undoing Trump's abominations. Well, congratulations. Now do something real. Right. And like, it's not showing up. How long does it take to come up with some checks for people? It, it, is, gonna- it is ridiculous. It does require house and Senate. Um, Biden did, did, uh, did a speech the other day, which I thought was good. Like, what else do you want me to remove? What else would you have me remove? Fucking yeah. tell me. Yeah. You know, and, and this is the thing I like about Uncle Joe. All right. He will speak in these terms. Like, what else do you want me to remove? What else? What else? Uh, let me make you say it. So as much as I appreciate that approach, I don't appreciate the approach because the approach is, fuck you, we're doing this. Fuck yeah, you, exactly. we're doing this. You know, it's like the old, uh, like the Goodfellas line, you know. Oh, you had a bad week? Fuck you. Where's my money? Oh, your mom died? <laughs> Fuck you. Where's my money? You know, oh, yeah, you know, uh, business yeah. is bad? Fuck you. Where's my money? Yeah. You know, but that's I, the conversation I was having recently about the $15 minimum wage, where, like, 
they had an opportunity. They could, like, not to get in the weeds with this, but this whole Senate parliamentarian thing, are you hip to this idea? The parliamentarian is somebody who basically is a titular position. It doesn't have much power, but it can say, no, that, that defies basic Senate uh, operations or behavior standard. But the, the prevailing party, the, the majority party, can fire or override that person. And the Democrats, when the parliamentarian said, oh, no, you can't put the $15 minimum wage hike in this bill. It, it's, against, it's against the parliamentarian rules. They, Democrats could have said, yeah, well, fuck you, we're doing it anyway. And instead they went like, oh, guess we can't do that. Oh, well, what are you going to do? They're like, oh, shut up. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I would just love for, well, one time, oh, you, Republicans say you can't do that, and the Democrats laugh while hitting <laughs> while the while hitting the send button. Right, you know, yeah. just look, I did it. Yeah, oh, well, well, walk that one back, <laughs> you know, fight it if you but will. But I don't want to hear from this. I don't want to hear from this party that controls the Senate and the House and the White House that they couldn't get things done. I understand that there's a majority needed, more than a majority needed for impeachments and things like that. But come on. If you're any good at the, either, they're just full of shit or they're incompetent because God knows the Republicans have been able to ram down all kinds of legislation, uh, no matter what, when they were in control in a similar way. Right. Why can't the Democrats do the same? You know, thing? I don't know. I don't know. But he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and I was talking to you a little bit about this before uh, before we went on. Um, I, I, I came across a term which is a uh, which is a. Uh, uh, a belief in, I believe, in in Judaism. It's uh, it's called tikkun ulam. All right, tikkun ulam. Oh, that's ulam. A, that's an Indian food dish. <laughs> oh, oh wait, that's hey oh, that's tikka masala. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, I got a place for you. We will talk oh, about good. that. We'll talk that about that in a minute. Okay, cool. Uh, but it basically translates um, in in Hebrew to world repair. Oh, I love it, and and it speaks to a a a greater thing of basically repairing the world and becoming the it the world that you want it to be, you know, and making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. So it it's tikkun ulam, and 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 we need a little bit of that right now. Hell yeah. Well, you know? we've needed it for centuries. Yeah, <laughs> I but I mean, you know, right now though, I mean, we're in a position to take it, right? I mean, we can all we can all breathe with a Biden Harris four years ahead of us. But what happens after that? And this is where I say that we become lazy because we oh, think we yeah. can breathe. And we can. But all that means is all of a sudden now you are if if I'm going to use like let's say an endurance reference of like I we've all talked we've talked about this before that I do triathlons Ironman triathlons and one of the best feelings in the whole world is when I hit the what is it the um, the 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 23 mile mark in the marathon it basically means. I have a 5K to go. And if I was, if I hadn't been swimming and biking and running the entire day, that means theoretically I could be finished in about 20, in about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm a half an hour from completing this thing. That's how we have to look at this thing. Not that we need to say, okay, it'd be like me stopping going, oh, cool, I'm only, I'm only three miles from the finish. I'll just stop now. That's what right. Democrats constantly do. This is the gut check time. This is the time where you need to bear down push down, fight through the fucking pain, your body is screaming, and just say, 
do it. Right. Exactly right. Yeah, and that's that's my been my rap with them for, for forever. And <clears throat> I'm not suggesting that you have to have a killer instinct, but when it comes to that level of politicking, I'm sorry, but if you know, I mean, we know from a lot of different angles, things can happen and don't. What are who's making these choices? Nancy Pelosi, you know, Kamala Harris, arguably is is basically overseeing as the president of the Senate, technically. Um, you know, a new majority leader, like shit should be happening, you know. But I, I just I mean, it's you start to wonder if it's if it's really as the, the cliche is that they're basically just two shades of the same party. Right. You know, protecting similar donors. So, you so, know, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Didn't, All right. Well, we were all... just rag on Democrats all day long. But, <laughs> sure. Why not? It's it's, it's, it's getting as easy to do as ragging on Republicans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. But let, let, let's let, let's stick a pin in it there. Fair enough. Tikum olum. Remember, write it down. Chick- have it. Have chicken, a T-shirt. Chicken. Tika, chicken. Tika. Does that come with the batsmati rice? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like some raita with that. <laughs> <laughs> and a side of naan. Oh, I love naan. Yes. All right. We'll uh, we'll stick a fork in it there. Um, and uh, right. we'll talk again next week. All right. Let's do that. All I right. always enjoy it. All right. So. All right. This all has right, been but- the Earspoon. Download it wherever you get your uh, wherever you love to get your podcasts. We're there. I've been Fish. And I've been Steve. And this whole thing's been brought to you by Mocha Joe's. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. All right. Cheers.